Hey, welcome to the Cone Phone. My name's Grant Cone, and I will be taking your calls for the next hour, hour and a half until I got to get out of here because I got to check out at noon, mountain time, and go to practice. I was at practice yesterday. I'm going to be in Mexico City tomorrow. Um, you want to call in, the link is in the chat. It's in the description. But first, I want to talk about this trip to Colorado and then Trent Williams. So it's really freaking cold right now. It's snowing out there. When I go out to practice, I'm going to have to get the little scraper out of my trunk and scrape all the snow off of my car. And uh, so that's where the Niners are at. They schlepped out here. I schlepped out here. They gave themselves extra travel. To, they gave themselves three practices in the snow. One's a walkthrough. So they could prepare for a game in Mexico City. Now, Mexico City is very high up. So they're trying to get the altitude acclimation process kickstarted but wow what a cost you have to do extra travel stay out here be cold practice in the cold it sounds exhausting the whole process extra travel practicing the cold sounds exhausting not to mention you're in the altitude and the whole idea is that you're fresh when this game comes through on monday last time the niners uh stayed on the road to be fresh for a game they got stomped and looked sluggish that was in atlanta after practicing in west virginia so I'm not saying the Niners are going to lose to the Cardinals. The Cardinals aren't good. I just think the Niners could have beaten the Cardinals without doing this. They could have stayed home, been fresh, and then gotten to Mexico City as unprepared as the Cardinals are. Cardinals aren't doing anything special. They, well, they are. They're, they're using these elevation masks while they ride on uh, bikes. I don't know if it works. It's something. They've been doing it for weeks. The Niners came up here, and they're trying to sort of do it in a week. Maybe they can. But the, uh, I, don't feel, I don't feel like it's necessary to beat the Cardinals. And so you're, everything is a risk-reward. The reward for the Niners, ideally, is that they prepare perfectly and they have this huge edge on the Cardinals and they win by a lot. The other thing is, what if they tire themselves out before the game even starts? The travel, the snow. And from what I understand, it's not just as simple as going to the altitude and just recreating your entire routine from sea level and bringing it up there and doing it for a week and like, boom, we're ready. There is a risk of overtraining at altitude. From what I understand, you can look it up. Keep me honest. But all week, the Niners said, we're not doing anything different. We're doing our normal stuff. Okay, well, hopefully they don't overtrain in the cold while after doing an extra trip. Because it sounds like this could not only affect this game against the Cardinals, but the next one. You know, th this is a Monday night game. Then they have a short week to prepare for the next game at home. You'd hate to have them have a hangover because they unnecessarily went into the snow, the Rocky Mountains, to prepare for Mexico City. Again, I'm not picking the Cardinals to win this game. I just think it's hilarious how they stayed at home. And they're like, yeah, we're good. We're just going to chill and wear these masks. And, you know, what happens, happens. And the Niners are like, no, we got to go to the Air Force Academy and practice in snow to get the little 3% edge to beat Arizona. Like, okay. Uh, all right. That's fine, and maybe it'll work out. I have no idea. I'm not an expert. But if it doesn't and the Niners lose this game, how embarrassing to do all this. Schlep 53 players plus the, plus the practice squad, plus all the, the coaches and the PR staff and the, and the trainers and the equipment guys. It's a lot of people. Stay at the Broadmoor. It's expensive. To lose to a team that just kicked their heels up and they're like, we're good. We're going to stay in Arizona this week. It's warm. Why would we do that? We're probably going to lose anyway why if the Niners hadn't done this would Arizona be here right now
it feels like the Niners made this plan like when the schedule came out. And then as the season went on and Cardinals weren't that good and the weather report came out, instead of like being, you know, we don't need to do this. Let's just not, let's just not go. They're like, you know what? We're locked in. And the reason I'm questioning this is because I don't think this is Kyle Shanahan's plan. This is Ben Peterson's plan, most likely. He's in charge of all the preparation. What does he know? We constantly question Ben Peterson's ability to prep the 49ers for anything. Coming off injuries, preparing for the season. So now all of a sudden, this guy knows how to prepare for elevation? (laughs) Seems like he just got the Niners stuck in a snowstorm. And me too. And I resent him for that. So hopefully this was all worth it. Because... If they lose to Colt McCoy or Trace McSorley or whomever after all this, man, I'm going to laugh and cry at the same time. One more thing I want to talk about. So the Trent Williams tipping plays scandal. It's not that he's out there being like, hey, we're running spider two-eyed banana. It's not like that. It's just a run pass tendency. When he has his feet together, it's usually a run. When he has his left foot staggered back, it's usually a pass. It's been so stark. He's been called for illegal formations kicking his left back foot back so far. Uh, a lot of people online said it's no big deal. Former players, Jeff Schwartz, Emmanuel Acho. I think a lot of contemporaries of Trent Williams have in his back because they respect him. I asked Kyle Shanahan about it yesterday, and I, I phrased the question in a really weak way because I was embarrassed. I felt he was going to sh- sh- shout me down. I was like, look, man, there's a viral video of Trent Williams tipping plays allegedly, you know, um, even stance, uh, run, stagger stance, pass. Have you seen this? Do you know about it? And if you do, why, why is the coaching staff okay with it? Because I would just assume they'd know. And they would say, yeah, we don't care. End of story. He just go. but the thing about Kyle is he always disagrees with the premise of my question. So by, by phrasing it that way, it set him up to be like, no, it would be a big deal, which is interesting. And then he was like, but I haven't looked at your viral videos and I'm cool with Trent. So that was an interesting uh, answer. Yes, it's a big deal if it's happening. Two, yes, it seems to be happening. And three, Kyle's saying um, he's not aware of it. So my question to you is, do you believe him when he says he's not aware of it? And that he's just not, no one on the Niners is, is looking at these details? Or that they have seen it, it's been called to their attention, and they don't want to give Jesse Naylor credit for being the real quality control on this team? That's my question. Do they know about it and they don't want to give credit? Or do they, li- do they literally not know? Because if they don't know about this, man, they, they really need quality control. And if you said it's not a big deal, well, Kyle Shanahan disagrees with you. The coach I talk to regularly disagrees as well. These are the kind of things coaches are dying to find. There was a video of Bill Belichick from a few years ago when he was coaching against, uh, I forget who it was, um, the right tackle for the Ravens. And he said they had to tell on him for whether it was run or pass. And they loved facing the Ravens because of that. And one day he didn't play. He was a late scratch. And Belichick was like, no. I don't know. Maybe not all coaches and teams can take advantage of it, but some can. All right, that's my spiel. Let's get to the people. Josh Wyatt, first in line. How you doing? How are you doing today, Grant? I'm cold. No, but I put it up to 75 degrees in my in my hotel, so I'm acclimating to Mexico hey, City. I feel good. So, so if you're ever wondering uh, why I'm always huddled up in a jacket inside of my my van when I'm calling you, because I'm like 30 miles down the road from you right now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. This is a whole different climate out here. Uh, um, I like the 49ers' chances of just blowing out the Cardinals on Monday, and I'll tell you why. Um, 49ers, they like to get up for games where everybody's watching. 
you got NFL Twitter out there. You've got, you know, all the players watching the game. Everybody's going to be talking about it and talking about them. And that's the kind of game they get up for. They're playing a weak opponent that's injured and desperate and broken. It's, they know them. It's the Cardinals. And, and The Cardinals only, aren't good. Not only that, they now have had two or three weeks of this McCaffrey thing where they've gotten their, their stuff together and, and it. They shouldn't punt this game. They should not punt no. this game. They, they should no. win 37-13 or 37-6. Like, that's the kind of game we should see out of them if they're a serious team. And we think they, we think they yeah. might be. But this is a bellwether game, not can they beat the Cardinals. But when the lights are on and we yeah. know that they're going to show up for this game, what are they really? Yeah. What are they really? Especially yeah. offensively, right? Yes. Yeah, and and that can propel them into the rest of the season, and we can know that okay, when they get in the playoffs and when they're going up against it, that they have that kind of talent and that they have that kind of offensive firepower. But um, I gotta say, they have one of the best defenses in the league, first in yards, third or fourth in points allowed, crazy good mm-hmm. defense, and. Yeah. If they can't put it together on offense against the Cardinals for this game, then yeah. it seems like that's just going to be a waste. But Right. I mean, we're almost at Thanksgiving. Like, it's time to right. put it into gear. Yeah. But the yeah. other thing is, what, you know, what do the two top teams in the division have in common? They're leading the league in turnover differential. Like, mm. the, 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 uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have like a 21 21- you know, turnover differential plus turnover. I mean, just insane, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you look at the 49ers and they're in, at negative three and you're like, what the heck is going on? How can you be leading the league and giving up 3.4 yards per rush and yet you've yeah. only created 10 turnovers, even though you're forcing yeah. teams into third and long and you are in the bottom half of the league in third down conversions? What's that about, right? It- what? Uh, to me, it, it, this all happened once Mosley went down. Once Mosley went down, D'Amico changed his style. He went back to last year of like, hey, let's play real conservative and soft. And last year, they, they sucked on third down. And they same thing is happening again. They got to change their philosophy. But what I will say is, this is the game in which you change that philosophy and you prove you can do it. Because they're on offense, they've been doing a lot of high, or high, <laughs> high risk, low reward offense all season long, right? Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they've got 13 turnovers. Um, but they do a lot of throwing over the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Checking mm-hmm. down to receivers who are expected to break 14 tackles. A mm-hmm. lot of stuff that's going to cause fumbles and sacks and possible interceptions. Jimmy's only thrown four, but he's thrown 12 interception-worthy passes. It could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we saw in that last game is he rolled to his right and he threw a dime down the sideline. He can do that. His mm-hmm. shoulder looks better than it's looked since 2019. He can throw that yeah. pass. So why not Why not give us some more of that? High reward, yeah. low risk, sideline throws, flip the turnover differential, get your defense yeah. going on third down, and really just dominate a team and prove you can do it. Because if they can't yeah. prove that they can do it here, Turn the Cardinals over four times, dominate the game, win 40-something to nothing or whatever it is. Then when they face the tough teams that they're going to face, you know, what's the point? 
it, it's it's over at that point. You know, it, yeah, it, and it's it, like to your point, like they, they should be up for this game. Like you just played down to the Chargers, you had an extra day to prepare for this game. You went to freaking Colorado Springs. You're super hardcore out here practicing in the in the in the snow for a weak opponent. Like, yeah, man, you should definitely take care of business beyond that. You should make a statement with this game because. If you don't, then now you're going to go back and the next week feels like a trap game. Short week, coming home, a little bit of a hangover. You got the Saints. I mean, they're not great, but I don't know. It just feels like if you lose this game, the season could get away from you. I don't want to see any more of this up and down and back and forth and what's our identity and let's limp into the playoffs, right? I mean, you made an all-in move. None of that. You've got a premier talent. You've got weapons all over your offense. It's time to go. If you are yeah. who you say you are, and we want to believe you, it's time to go now, right? I agree. I mean, because yeah. that's why you're here. That's we, why you're at the Air Force Academy. You're trying to take off now. Right. If we come back after the game and we're coming on your post game show and they just eked out a twenty one to twenty victory over the week, the Cardinals. pathetic Cardinals who were limping around just like the Chargers, it tells us nothing, right? Right. And right. we go through another week of talking about whether Trent Williams is tipping plays right. instead of talking about a team that could make a run in the playoffs, which is what yep. we all want to talk about. Agreed. So let's go. Let's go, baby. This is the week. Thanks, Josh. All right. Have a good one. Good to see you. All right. Niner all time doesn't have his mic or cam connected, dude. So if you're going to be on the show, you got to connect both of those and then I can have you on. All right. Here we go. Hey, what's up? Yo, there you Can are. You How you doing? Hey. Yes. Awesome. Uh, nice to meet you. Thank you so much for all the foreigner content that you do, first of all. I watch all your videos. And uh, first of all, I'm from Mexico. Uh, so it's exciting that you're coming down to Mexico City. Is it your first time down here in Mexico? Uh, yeah. I've never been to Mexico City before. My brother uh, got married in Sayulita, if you know where that is. Not oh, too yeah. far yeah. from. Uh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Puerto Vallarta. Uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, awesome you're going to be here. Uh, the weather's been crazy in Mexico. Not as cold like in Colorado. Uh, it's been raining uh, a few uh, at night. In the morning, it's cold. Uh, okay. In the afternoon, it's hot. So it's very crazy, you know. But nowhere as cold as in Colorado. Okay. So that's a good message. Uh, if you really want good. to train for Mexico, why don't you just come down here to Mexico City for a few days and train? <laughs> that was <laughs> my question. That was my question. I mean, yes, this area up here is about the same elevation, but there's serious differences and so what are you afraid of what, let me ask you you're from mexico uh are you from mexico city uh i am not but i've been there a lot of times okay would it have been dangerous for a nfl franchise to spend six days in mexico city nowhere at all explain I mean, that because i think the average american that doesn't know anything about mexico city would be like "Ooh, that's dangerous yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's, the thing is that you always see on the TV and everything. But I mean, you know, I mean, you know that you're not going to be at night at 10 o'clock, you know, at the city that you don't know. I mean, you just be in the safe places. I mean, it's just not as bad as it seems. Uh, Mexico City. I mean, a lot of international teams come and play and stay here. International artists. So, I mean, it's nothing to be really afraid of. A lot of Americans come here and they have a great time. Well, I think that's probably what Kyle Shanahan is afraid of. The great time. All I can notice is that the two trips the Niners have taken have been to like the sleepiest places in America, West Virginia <laughs> and Colorado Springs. I think that's not a coincidence. It's like, hey, man, no Instagram models, no socializing. Just stay in your room and hang out with your buddies. It's like, okay. I think Mexico City might be a little too much fun for well, the 23-year-olds on the team. That's true. All right. Yeah. And then another yeah. thing, it's uh, 
this is a revenge from the 2005 game from the 49ers Arizona uh, game down there. Uh, Tim Ertay was the quarterback for the 49ers. Tim uh, And then he got, so guess this, he got traded to the Buccaneers after that uh, game because he was benched to Alex Smith. And guess who was the mm-hmm. quarterback uh, with the Bucs that year? It was Brian Grease. So Brian Grease right now is with the 49ers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's just how life is, you know? I was just very unfortunate. I you know who was, who was, who was quality control? You know who was quality control in that Bucks team that year in 2005? Kyle Shanahan. Holy smokes. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's a holy, holy smokes. Holy smokes. That's just the way things are. Okay. And uh, yeah, just one question for you. Where do you rank the 49ers in your power ratings right now? Oh man, I don't have a power rankings, but let's do it like this. In the NFC, I think there are two teams that are kind of a cut ahead. Minnesota and Philadelphia. Although Philly just lost. Mm-hmm. I think the Niners have as good of a chance as any other team in the NFC to break into that top group. They just haven't done it yet. They just haven't done it yet. But they could. I think a lot of us expect them to. But, I mean, Minnesota just beat Buffalo. The exactly. Niners don't have a win like that yet. They don't. But it's not their fault. They've only really played one playoff team so far, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you're what about you? What do you think? You got to beat who you got to beat. I mean, I have the Foyers at number five. Uh, number one, Eagles, two Chiefs, three Vikings, four Bills, and then five 49ers. So, I mean, I definitely believe we can beat the Vikings. Uh, we did it. Uh, Last year, yeah, and then in the playoffs a couple of years ago. So they're definitely a team that I really think we can beat. The Dallas Cowboys, we beat them as well last year. Uh, the Eagles, we, they lost to Washington. So I mean, there's a huge chance, and uh, go 49ers. Don't the Niners seem like a team that can beat anyone except for maybe Kansas City, but also can lose to anyone? I mean, they let the Chargers hang. That's what I think is so interesting about this team is like they play up to their competition, they play down to their competition, and they're an enigma weekly week to week. But maybe this week will be the week that they find themselves in Mexico. Hopefully. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thank you. Great call. Take care. Corey Davis, you ready? Corey Davis, are you ready? Hey, how you doing, Grinko? Good. How you doing? Good. Now, I think I'm going up there to practice. There's only one question. It's cold where you at, you know? But in Mexico City, they say it's like 70 degrees. So yeah. would that make a difference in their practice? I mean, you know, they're playing a game. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, how much can you really get accomplished in the cold, in the snow? Wouldn't it? I don't know. Like, so, so hold on. So you got the Arizona Cardinals who are practicing in Arizona where it's warm, and they're trying these elevation masks. And you got the Niners who are like, you know, forget the temperature. Let's, all, let's be all in with the altitude. But it's really cold. I guess we'll find out. It seems like the right thing to do would have just been to go to Mexico City if you trust your players to stay out of trouble or at least trust your ability to police them. Yeah. You know, I, I like, you know, you go up there, get used to the attitude because it's a totally different because I know when I go up in the high places, I can't breathe. I did a workout this morning in the, you know, the hotel room and I was like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And after like three things, I'm like, I can't breathe sucks so i stopped i did i worked out for about mm, 15 minutes it was good though i feel good yeah yeah well i'm i'm wondering how we gonna you know because mccoy he he, he told him short passes and that's you know help them win the games and you yeah know, you know it's funny like i think a, a, a successful way to go against the niners defense this year has been to throw screens and this is what the Car- the Cardinals do. They're like a they're like a college they're like a high school offense. Frankly, they have no running game. 
but they throw and they kind of try to replace their running game with screens. And I mean, it, it works. It doesn't work inside the 10 yard line. It, it's the reason probably they don't score that much, but it gets them down the field. So I don't know. If the Niners lose to the Cardinals, I think we should all be like allowed to make fun of them for a week. Like that would be embarrassing. Yeah. You went to Colorado Springs to lose to the Cardinals. Come on. To Colt McCoy again? No. Can't happen. Humiliating. Yeah. So let's make sure it doesn't. Me and you, Corey. Yep. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Richmond, California. Nice. Cool. I'm from Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the game last Sunday. You have a good time? Yep. Got to meet some players. Who'd you meet? Dufagna. He's a nice guy. Yep. I like him. All right, Corey. It looks so. I wish I was in Richmond right now. You got the birds chirping. Is is a nice blue sky behind you? Colorado is so cold. (laughs) All right, man. I'll see you. All right. See you later. Peace. Gammon. Hey, how's it going, brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm glad that my uh, that my number was called here, so I'm pretty happy to be be on here. Uh, Absolutely appreciate the the opportunity. Um, I just want to talk about a a, a couple things real quick. Um, so I, I think altitude for this game, and I just kind of want to. I don't want to be a wet blanket for a lot of 49ers fans, but I can see the altitude potentially be in in the Cardinals' favor. Um, I, I think that the altitude could be for the Cardinals, what inclement weather was for the Bears. Um, I'm kind of glad that you brought up the point that you just said about you're working out in the hotel room. Um, no, you're not a, a world-class athlete. Maybe you are. I know you did play multi-sport. I'm pretty right? good. Yeah. So, I'm pretty I'm good. Really yeah, 34. Uh-huh. But, you know, I don't want to have to walk that one back too quickly. But, <laughs> um, but you, you did allude to it that it, it just a uh, um, – just the attrition, right, of kind of what you're experiencing there in, in that high altitude. Again, indoors in, in an environment that's, you know, air conditioning, everything like that. It, it felt like your physical exertion, you were putting a lot more stress on your body than, than typical, right? I felt like I was, I'm done. Like, this is usually where I leave the gym in Oakland when I feel like this. It's like, man, it's been three exercises. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. And and so um, I, I want to do another thing. Uh, shout out to um, all the military veterans out there who have served or are currently serving. Um, I, I wasn't there for um, in Iraq, but I was there in Afghanistan. And I think that a lot of people who did fight anything um, in, in Afghanistan will say that. Um, and, and for anybody who's just living in California, never really left the state, never had to deal with high altitude, right? What Grant's kind of alluding to is that you can't just acclimate in a couple days, right? Grant, like if you were there, if you've been there for a couple days, you're not going to be performing as well in there as you were if you went back to California. So what, what the fans take away from this needs to be is that the, the players are stressing themselves. So in that way, then they know like, okay, I can't, this 60 minute game is going to feel like an 80 or 90 minute game before it's done, before this game concludes. So um, what that also too means is that, you know, this is going to be a dink and dunk kind of game, right? Between Mm -hmm. McCoy and um, Colt McCoy and, and and, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. And this offensive style benefits two players. I think the most DeAndre Hopkins and George Kittle, DeAndre Hopkins may not play due to hamstring, but I I think he's going to try and get up for it. And then, 
George Kittle, I'm really glad you asked that question to him and you posed that question to him. And he said, hey, it's not Kyle Shanahan. Like he went in there and was like, I sound like I go into Kyle Shanahan's uh, office and demand that Jimmy throws me the ball. I take it up with the person who's it's not the play calling. It's like, hey, you know, I'm on one on one coverage. CMC, you're getting two man. Debo's getting two man. Brandon, I, I ukes on one on one. I'm in one on one. Can can I get that 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 pass that play right? So he he's taking it with with who actually has control uh, post snap, not not pre snap. Um, the other thing too is guys is that um, our offense, our defense is really good with D'Amico Ryan's because he can call up more kind of exotic blitzes and man to man zone. Man to man, or I'm sorry, not man to man zone, but man to man coverage. We're gonna have to be the defense is gonna be a little more predictable because because of the altitude. Man-to-man coverage just forces that exertion already on you. On Good call. Body. It's a lot of chasing. It's a lot of chasing, yeah. And, and you're so expect have- more soft zone coverage. Although if DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play, man, Cardinals are a joke. They're such a joke. If, they, if DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play, they have zero chance. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that, Grant, and, and that's the other part too is um, I don't, I don't want to call Oh, they did beat – hold on. They did beat the Niners without Hopkins or Murray last year. That really happened. Like, like It was less than a year ago. Okay, sorry about that. I forgot my history. I guess no, they have a chance. They, they, they do. And I, and I think the, the other thing that, too, that you brought up was that they do screens really well, right? So we don't, depending on who their quarterback is, even though Colt McCoy does do dink and dunks, by the time that these 49ers are in the third quarter, it's going to feel like they've played five quarters already. So time of yep. possession is going to be hugely important. And we've seen yep. teams come back on the 49ers after a big lead was blown. Um, this is kind of a shout out to D'Amico Ryan's, not calling you out, but this is kind of a shout out to you. Um, the, the wide receivers for the Cardinals are like built like motorcycles. They go zero to 60 in a blink of an eye. So even if we are up by three quarters, that could be a problem. Also to the other thing with all that speed that they have on the field to, to go vertically like that off the line of scrimmage is that we don't have very much speed in the safety position, right? We, we kind of saw that in the chargers game with Gibson and Talano Hufunga getting, I don't want to say torched. Because I try to talk on here like as if I could see a player and I don't want uh, anybody calling on here. But with Jimmy Ward playing in the slot, um, that really kind of leaves our back end kind of bare as far as uh, coverage speed that we probably desperately need. So if all of a sudden we see a bunch of big plays that happen because the ball kind of gets behind Ward, we know that uh, Pufunga can't get back there. Yeah. Um, Gaming, I got to take some more calls. Can you, you got any more? You got anything else? Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Appreciate it, man. Love you, dude. Have a good one. Uh, just a second, Rolando. You're next. Then Wolf, Lazama, Niner Gang, Eugene, Manuel, uh, Dennis. Hold on. Pete Ruiz says, every time Jimmy G drops back to pass, I am nervous and stressed. Could just imagine how Kyle Shanahan feels. Got a, a love-hate relationship with Jimmy G. Yeah, that's fair. He's not great. Or even that good. <laughs> Sleepy1414 uh, says, did the political protest in Mexico City this past weekend influence the Niners' decision to practice in Colorado? Um, I think they made these plans a very long time ago. Is what I'm th- I heard that they were staying in Colorado Springs during training camp. You know, they, they made these plans when the schedule came out. I think the Niners felt like they were beating the Cardinals to the punch by staying out here, which is funny. I don't think the Cardinals care. Antonio says the political protests are two separate things. It shouldn't matter the decision where to have practice. We had the F1 Grand Prix about two weeks ago. Besides, the protest didn't happen near practice field. Yeah, and also they made these plans a long time ago. Um, all right. Rolando, you good? I'm good, man. Driving? What's happening? I'm, dri- I'm driving. Yeah, I'm at up, work doing, doing a little work as, I, as, I'm, uh, as I'm on. <laughs> 
All right, cool. But you're parked, though, right? I, I'm parked right parked? now, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, sweet. Sweet. Hey, oh, pretty good. Hey, uh, so um, I'm actually about two and a half hours south of you right now, down in uh, San Luis Valley. You ever heard of the uh, Great Sand Dunes National Monument? No. Is that just southern uh, Southern Colorado? Southern Colorado, yeah. We're actually about 20 minutes north of the New Mexico border, where I'm at cool. right now. Cool. Um, 7,700 feet above sea level. See, they could have been playing there. Mav, and then I could have had them over for dinner, maybe, you know. Give That's what I'm saying. Files, you, know? <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't, if, if they were going to do that, they could have went to New Mexico at least and had a little warmer weather, not had to deal with the cold if they wanted to go to higher elevation. Um, oh, interesting. But, uh, you know, interesting. I Mexico, see, I've never been in this part of the country. Better. Yeah, Albuquerque okay. would have been better. It, it's still it's a high elevation as well, not as high as, as uh, springs, I don't think. But I mean, you wouldn't have to deal yeah. with the cold or the snow. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, doesn't um, it feel like the cold but, and the snow like defeats the purpose a little bit? Like again, you're telling me you're doing all this so that you're fresh and ready for this tough environment, but you gave yourself an extra road trip and you had to practice for three days in the freezing cold. That sounds I'm exhausted and I didn't even practice. I'm tired, but I'm 34. It, it's, man, I, you get tired here quick in this elevation. Yeah. You know, with no yeah. oxygen, you get tired quick. And then add in the trips, the elevation of the flights, uh, jet lag, all that. I hope it works out, man. I hope Kyle didn't outsmart himself on this one. Um, <laughs> I just feel like you know it's I mean? going to be one of these games where, again, the only way the Niners lose is if they beat themselves. So by Doing all this, it kind of increases the variance or, or the likelihood that something weird could happen because you mistrained, like you didn't prepare properly. I don't know. You have no experience preparing at altitude. Now you're going to do something you think you know what you're doing. All right. Arizona's like, we're just going to stay at home. <laughs> right. We're just gonna not go. <laughs> There's so many techno technological advantages, uh, you know, ways they could have done it, like Arizona with the elevation masks, you know, save the rest. I don't know. You know, I won't keep you too long, but man, I, I I hope we win it. I hope we don't beat ourselves. Um, and man, feed Juice the ball. Give give my guy Juice the ball, man. <laughs> Old school Niner well, fans know that if Bill Walsh were the coach of this team, Juice would be getting a lot of touches. He would be a featured man, member. He'd be the offensive weapon they bill him as. I'm 41 years old, so I watched that era of Bill Walsh in Montana. And that you know, I'm a, I'm an old dog. You know, I, I remember that era. And uh, there, 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 to get back to that era would be, I mean, awesome, you know. Youngins, but, uh, go back hey, and man. look at how, go back and look at how Tom Rathman was used. I was sitting next to him in the game, uh, next to the uh, next to him at the game, at the, game at the Chargers last week, and someone asked him, "Hey, is Usechek as good as you were?" And he goes, "Man, he's a way better athlete than I was." You hear that, Kyle, from Tom Rathman's mouth to your ears? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think Rathman was, was maybe more powerful, but as far as an athlete, I mean, yeah, Juice definitely a better athlete. Give yeah, him the ball. Straight up. And, and your man Dwali, you got to hook up man Dwali, you know? <laughs> so, like I said, hey, first-time caller, I watch you guys all the time. Um, and, uh, um, man, I love you and your pops on the show. That's my that's my favorite show to watch. I lost my pops about, what was it, 11 years ago now? And just to see the, their relationship you guys have, uh, keep it up, man. Cherish those times. You know, you don't get them back. But hey, I want to give a shout out to my boys, Adrian and Diego Garcia. 
18 and, and 17 or 16, I'm sorry, 18 and 16, we watch you all the time. And man, they're like, man, that Grand Cone, what's he say next? <laughs> so thanks, Rolando. Great to see you. Hey, man, have man. a good Great one. Call. Be safe in Mexico City. Awesome place. Enjoy it. I will. All right. Take care. That was the first shout out I think I've ever had on the show. The national soccer team is out. They could have used the facilities. Kyle took a huge L. Yeah, man. I mean, I think so. And I just feel like once the reports came out that it was going to be like the polar freaking vortex up here, Kyle could have called an audible. But you know what? He doesn't audible. No audibles in the Kyle Shanahan offense. Jimmy hasn't had a turnover in two games, 0.5 over under on a Jimmy turnover this game. He's due, right? I don't think he's ever gone three games in a row without a turnover. You could check me on that. I don't think he's ever gone three games in a row. If you want the link, it's in the description. Homie, Wolf Lazama, oh. not again, Wolfcast. What's up, man? Good to see you again. Likewise, top of the morning, man. And uh, Top of the morning. I, I thought Duda was going to come out and say, uh, Mom, look, we made it. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I wanted to hear about a guy because I don't think I've heard your thoughts on it just yet. And, uh, you know, with... Kinlaw and um, Armstead being out for so long, I thought if anybody was going to get this guy, it was going to be the Niners. So, Ndamukong Sue, can I get your thoughts on what's going on with that and uh, the Eagles picking him up? Yeah, another really smart move by the Eagles who are <laughs> yeah. doing like not splashy moves, but small moves to address weaknesses, whereas yeah. the Niners are doing pure splashy moves. And for a while, they, hey, you know, you could use another defensive tackle and a corner, but let's just talk defensive tackle. And they, they keep, like, holding on to the hope of Armstead and Kinlaw. Like, they held on to the hope of Jason Verrett. And um, I don't know. I guess I guess we should expect Armstead to come back soon, right? They keep yeah. saying he will. He, I, the thing that's crazy about it is, like, he does. he's not on the field. Samson Ebukam's hurt, and you see him out there. Kinlaw is on IR. You see him out there doing things, moving around, running. I never see Armstead, ever. Haven't seen him in weeks. I've seen him in the locker room. Haven't seen him on the field. So, again, I think the expectation should be that he probably play. He should probably play next week against New Orleans. Um, but I, I, that's what they're expecting, it seems. If it doesn't happen, you should have gotten Dominican Sue. Right. Because, I mean, like, even in this last game, you saw Omenahu get banged up. And I got a little worried there, too, man. And you got Ebucom out already. So, very worrisome, worrisome stuff. I don't understand why they didn't get Dominican Sue. But, um, you know, the... The Cardinals, they're 32nd in yak allowed. So if this suits anybody more than anybody, I would assume it'd be the 49ers offense. You know, Say that stat again. The, uh, the Cardinals are allegedly 32nd in yak allowed. Yeah. So if, if you're going to whoop on anybody, the, the Niners, this is, it. this is your time, man. And, uh, and the Niners always stomp their divisional opponents. Like, come on. You know, come on. Like, yeah. you don't have Mike McDaniel. Well, he, you probably have, oh, man, I mean, 10 different game plans that he put together against this Cardinals defense. Go back and look what he did because, frankly, what they did against the Rams a couple of weeks ago when they beat the Rams was just dust off the game plan from Week 18 last year. With yeah. Instead of the Debo touchdown pass, it was the McCaffrey touchdown passes. Yeah. They were, like, just copying McDaniels. No, do it again. You can do it. Yeah. Can't do it against the Saints as much. but Different personnel and Kyle Shanahan, get your head out of your ass and be more aggressive, man, because that's ridiculous, dude. Um, you know, you're not going for it on fourth and one, stuff like that, man. But to top it off, too, like, um, well, I think CMC is going to go off, man. Um, hopefully all these guys go off. There's no excuse. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, yourself, this is your time to show that you're the better team, man. Uh, the Cardinals look like shit, and you're supposed to be a contender. 
So this is where you smash them out and uh, let, let the league know what's going on. But a uh, shout out to JNA for, for all the stuff that came out with his, uh, his um, screenshots of Trent Williams, man. That's ridiculous stuff. Um, like I, I've told a lot of people I played college football and um, I went away from that for boxing, but um, you just, you can't be tipping plays, man. Like this is stuff I was aware of when I was in college and I wasn't coached up on it. It's just like an advantage in the NFL. There's such a small margin for error as it is. And stuff is so competitive that you can't be tipping stuff off like this, man. I don't care. And if, and if the team has all this talent and it's 18th in points per game, you can't discount this as, as being a, a contributing factor for why the Niners are underperforming. Like you said, actually, because I think it was you that said it. It maybe it may it may not be hurting, but it's not helping. So it certainly isn't helping. Absolutely yeah, not. I appreciate. Yeah, you, great Grant. call, man. Take care, bro. Appreciate you too, man. Good to see you. Yeah. RS says, uh, "Someone said I didn't answer the question." Over. I'm going over. I'm not betting on Jimmy to break his streak. Grant, ask Kinlaw to keep you warm. Ha ha. To Kinlaw's credit, he's not here. I'm jealous. They didn't bring him on this trip because, you know, the swelling and stuff. So he got to stay home. Not that I'm not complaining. I like doing this, but like, I'm sure Kinlaw's drinking cocoa right now, feeling great. I wish I was drinking cocoa. Niner gang, you're not driving, are you? Nah, I'm not driving. All right, cool. What's up? Uh, just a couple things. First, longtime listener, big fan. Um, second, like, I don't understand why everybody's saying that uh, this isn't a big deal with the whole Trent Williams thing. Like, then what's the point of doing play action, right? Like, you're trying to trick the defense to think you're running, right? Like, it sucks yeah. up the linebackers, then sucks up the safeties. Then how is that not a big deal? Like, and then, you Why know, don't you just go to the line of scrimmage and be like, hey, we're running. Just tell them. Just, yeah, we're going to the line of scrimmage. Hey, exactly. we're running. Just want you to know. We're so much better exactly. than you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, the 49ers play action has been whacked this whole year. It's because you got like you know linebackers just screaming three uh screaming through and it's like i wonder why because they're not really worried about the run hmm. i don't know just or like someone's that. tipping him off yeah exactly i mean that, that'd be great yep yeah yeah that's a good question everyone's like what okay. happened to play action well it's built on deception well, and right now yeah, well, there may be work. no deception <laughs> in the niners offense yeah yeah exactly cool all right man thanks for having me on good call thanks for calling in that was good. Uh, Eugene, if you want to come on the show, turn on your uh, camera. That's my new rule. You gotta, I got to see your face. We got to talk face-to-face. What's up, Eugene? How you doing? What's up, man? Doing good. How about you? Been a long time, man. Good to see you. Yeah, football just ended for me, so now I'm free. Nice. Nice. Real quick, we got Manuel, Dennis, Bree, and Daniel after this. I just want to keep them. I don't, I don't want them to go away. They're in the queue. All right, Eugene, what's up? So, man, um, I've been hearing a lot about the Trent Williams uh the tip off you know i also played left tackle and i watched a lot of trent william film because you know he's the best tackle i'm trying to get his stance down one thing i noticed he's not doing yeah he's tipping plays but he always changed his stance like that and because he was always changing his stance from out wide with his foot back and then his his two feet closer together like in a run block he's all he's done that but the difference now He's only doing it on run and pass. He's not mixing it up like he has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's just. I mean, look, if you want to do like left foot back on third and seven, yeah, by all means. If you want to have, you know, your feet uh, parallel on first and 10, yeah, of course. It's just when like you start doing staggered stance on first and 10 and it's a pass. Like that's a problem if that's happening. And I guess we'll be watching very closely on Monday night. 
Yeah, this will be closely, but you know, just seeing that kind of footwork, it's like, is Trent Williams kind of, I don't know, like he is he is he maybe checked out? He's what like thirty four. It's it seems thirty sloppy and beneath him, right? Yeah, you're the best. You're the, why are you doing this? It's it, it right. But you yeah, know what's interesting? Like, I, I got some I got some history for you. You remember after the Niners lost the Super Bowl, Frank Clark posted a thing on on Twitter or something, maybe Instagram, saying, "Hey, my agent told me that Joe." Staley was tipping his plays based on his stance and he, he laid out the whole thing when Staley's in a three-point stance when he's like this and he had the whole thing duped out so maybe this is sort of like an, a Niners quality control issue that's been going on and some teams know about it and it's the secret maybe go back and like look that up Frank Clark coach. calls out Joe Staley for tipping plays in the Super Bowl that was three years ago and Joe's, Joe's great too anyway look it up google it Google it, really? Google it, Google it. Would, yep, we, I promise. We have the same offensive line coordinator, uh, coach, coach as, yep. as that, right? Of so course, Maybe it's on him. He, like, I think he's been doing a pretty good job. Hey, he job talks today, too. What? He talks today, too. You know what sucks is that none of the other beat, beat writers are going to ask about this. I have to ask about it, and they look like I – they put this look on their face like I farted. Like, hey, man, we got to ask about this. And you guys don't – all right, anyway, Eugene, I got to take more calls. Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. Take care. I didn't fart. It wasn't me. Manuel, what's up? That that was hilarious, Grant. Thanks. Hey, uh, first time caller, man. Thanks. I'm a big fan. Oh, um, thanks. And I got a million points, but you know, you got a million calls, so let's just go at it. Um, Armstead. I want to talk about him. All right, that's it. That's <laughs> yes for me. Um, Fair. <laughs> it, Fair. Kittle. Um, I saw you ask that question yesterday, right? It was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and dude, he said, I didn't go to Shanahan's office. Great. But I'm on the sideline talking to, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, throw me the ball. I'm open. Yeah. We know what the problem is. It's a little bit of both, but I blame more Jimmy because he doesn't see the open player. Anyways. It's just crazy that, that Kittle is so BFFs with Jimmy, but that's the, but maybe, maybe he's not, maybe. Maybe Kittle's just smart, and he's like, that's the quarterback, and if I want the ball, I got to be his friend. But even doing that and being his friend is getting him the ball. So maybe he has to try something else. He, he does. You know what I'm saying? And he's very politically correct. Hey, I'll go with him to the Warriors game, and he'll throw me the ball. Like, nope. Right. And then if you go back to the offseason, you know, hey, you know, um, I can't wait for this kid, Trey Lance, and blah, 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 big old arm. Georgie, you know, he's cool. He's got his thing. I'm like, come on, dude. Seriously. <laughs> but anyways, other than that, I just want to tell you, you do have a great football IQ, man. Thank you. I mean, it, it, these these coaches, these these players, they see you. They respect you. They know what's up. And and that's the bottom line, man. You, you're doing a great job. Keep asking those tough questions because nobody else is doing it. And that that makes you, you know, um, legitimate, in my opinion. Thanks, man. Y'all, I appreciate it. That was nice. Yep. Have a good one, man. Dennis. Dennis McCray. What's happening? How you doing, man? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, man. Uh, like he was saying, man, I'm glad you asked those questions, man. Because I, if I was a reporter, I would definitely be on Kyle's line. Every time I get a chance to talk to him about, you know what I mean, something that I've seen or that everybody. If he was eight or if he was nine and zero, oh, I'd leave him alone. But you're five and four. Like, yeah. come on, man. We're just going to talk yeah, yeah. like nah, you're great because you won two games nah. in a row. No, hell nah. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be on his line all the no. time. Fuck, 
excuse me, forget yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'll be on this line all the time, bro. Because it's like a lot of stuff yeah. that happens. You feel me? And like, like I don't know. I don't think he should be a head coach. You know what I'm saying? Coordinator, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Whatever. But it seems like it's too much on his plate. You know what I mean? For everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To see everything, call the plays, make a good game plan for Jimmy because we know how garbage he is. You know what I mean? All I mean, that, look at them. Right, They're in the snow. They're in the snow for no reason. Meanwhile, the Cardinals are like, that looks yeah. kind of stupid. <laughs> right, Ooh, have a good right. time over there. We're just going to stay right. How did you How did you get here? Why are we here? Ridiculous. I'm sorry. Right, yeah. And you're, and you're playing in Mexico. Like, bro, that's one. That's You feel me? That's two ends of the spectrum. Like, come on, bro. Like, what do you – you ain't going to Green Bay. Like, you feel me? You ain't going to Denver. You ain't going to – you know what I mean? Like, what's up with this dude, man? Silly. And yeah. Then, Just like the attention to know, detail. So that. So, so you're, you're preparing for a hot weather game in the cold. Uh, you got your left right. tackle tipping plays and you don't even know it. Where is the attention to detail right. on this team? Right, right. And then I, I wanted to also comment on uh, the offense. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of I kind of fault him for that, but I kind of don't just because he knows he knows Jimmy. He knows what Jimmy can do. He knows what Jimmy can't do. He knows what Jimmy will do and what Jimmy won't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jimmy's not going to push that ball down the field. He's not even going to look to Correct. push the ball down the field. You know what Correct. I mean? So he, but hold on. So he's not even gonna I feel, hold on. I feel like the original – if you go back to 2019, Kyle didn't necessarily take the ball out of Jimmy's hands. There were games down the stretch where they passed a lot. But then they had that terrible first playoff game against the Vikings. And ever since then, Kyle's been like, I don't trust you at all. We're running the ball. Well – Fine, fair. Jimmy's throwing a lot of picks, but not this season. So there isn't that like built-in excuse to be super freaking conservative on offense while you got all these great weapons in the passing game. So Kyle, I mean, yeah, you, to me, McCaffrey is a receiver. You got you got to throw these yeah. passes. Yeah, and that's and that's we'll that's the irritating that's the irritating part, bro. Because like you said, we got all these freaking weapons, and we should be like lighting it up, man. Like. What are we doing? Yeah. 18, 20, 20, like, what, like, what are we doing, bro? Is this high school football? Like, what are we doing? They scored 22 in this game, but the only reason it wasn't 19 was because they pinned him at the one, and then they turned the ball over on downs at the 10-yard line. The Niners got the ball, like, bro. late. It's like, that offense was terrible in that game. Bro. 13 bro, points when the thir- fourth quarter say, started. Bro, I was going to say, I was I was at work. I was watching that. I was watching that game, and I seen how they got to the goal line. And then he called like some dumbass yeah. play where he had put Jimmy in shock, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, what's use check for? Like, ram that thing in there? Like, like, what are you doing? Right. Like, you're inside the ten, and then that's what you have a, the best fullback in the league for, right? That's why you have him, right? But no, you're spreading you got, it out. You got use check. You got use check. You got CMC. Elijah Mitchell's back. You got the other uh, uh, Debo. Uh, Jordan Mason. You got Debo. You got like all these things you could do, but. You're going to put Jimmy in the freaking shotgun. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's ridiculous, bro. Like, get out of here with that trash. You know what I mean? And then my, well, I appreciate you, man. I just want to, the last thing I want to say is uh-huh. even if he is going to push the ball down the field, where the hell is Danny Gray? Where the hell is he? What? Like, Dude, Danny Gray injured his ankle in warm-ups two weeks ago, unless that was a lie. I've never heard of a player doing that. So Danny Gray either can't get out of his own way or the coaches are burying him and making him look bad. I don't know. One of the two. He looked yeah, good in, he looked good in training camp when Trey Lance was playing. He looked good in preseason when Trey yeah, Lance was playing. Well, All of a sudden he sucks. Like, I don't know. Like yeah, like forty like E forty say, man, if it was a fifth, we all be drunk. Get out of here with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
All right, man. I'm gone, man. Good stuff, Dennis, man. All right, man. Great call. Good to see you. Yep. Later. Bree, you were next. And then E49er, Irv Gotti, Andrew R., Real Room Service. Doing as much as I can today. Is it Bree or Bray? Bree. Bree, cool, man. Nice to meet what you. What up, Greg? Hey, man. Hey, I'm really excited. How you doing? You on the show, man. Hey, you know, fun fact. I actually took today off just to get on the phone call, man. I, I definitely did. I you saw that it was going to be like midday on a Friday? Like, hey, sorry. I'm sick. Yeah. I don't I feel mean, right. Do, um, I, I mean, it's real being uh, at Facebook. Uh, with uh, with Michael Miller, he's been on the show a few times, man. Right, but uh, oh yeah, but for I sure. Him up here, you know, and I'm like, dude, I gotta get on here, like you know, like definitely, man. So, and uh, he's just as grumpy as person as he as he is. <laughs> yeah, I love that dude. <laughs> hey, I love I love him to death, man. Right, but look, hey, so what I wanted to say is that uh, as far as the Niners team goes, man, it's kind of like watching a fireworks show, right? Like you have like a bunch of fireworks going up, and then you have this finale. And I say that because, you know, of course, we do have players taking off. And if you if you think about, like, last year, what happened, uh, Debo had said, you know, we're going to make a run, right? And then they made a run. And I think it's not something that the players actually decided. I honestly think that Kyle Shanahan is telling them to pace themselves, you know, because it's a long season. He has hmm. said that before, you know, in, uh, in, in plenty of press conferences. So I just think that, you know uh, – the, the Niners actually show up for the Sunday night games, the Monday night games, and the Thursday night games. You know, all the primetime games they show up in the playoffs. So, I, I and, you know, other than that, you'll have, you know, you'll have maybe one or two studs that, you know, that show up for the game. Because, you see, there's a lot of unsung heroes in all the games that we played this season. Good call. Yeah, this seems like the kind of game the Niners get up for. Monday night game, division opponent, know him well. Uh, it, would be, it would be so embarrassing to lose. Oh this my guy. god! Yeah, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, we can't. We, yeah. we definitely can't lose to. I honestly think that we're going to switch the division. I don't think that we're going to lose to a division opponent, and I honestly that has to be key. We have to when the Niners up. when the Niners lost to Atlanta, no one talked about it. It happened early in the in the day. It wasn't a national televised game. The national TV people were like, "That didn't happen. That did, that didn't happen." And so, if this one happens, like no one can ignore it. It'll people will be talking about this for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I think they should win. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. man. I can uh and I, I think that honestly we do need to use juice more. Um we we honestly Kittle still has a lot to take, man, and he needs to be used more uh, as well. But I honestly like Ross Dwelly instead of juice. You know, uh Dwelly goes out there, man, he gets hundred and ten percent and he can catch that deep ball that, uh, that he throws out yeah. there. So well, Dwelly's hungry. Yeah. Use check is, is part of the, the there's, there's there's two groups of players on this team. Yeah. There's the the inner click that everyone has either – they go by their first name or their nickname. And then there's the, the the group of people that haven't been rewarded financially, and they all go by their last name. Dwelly. Right. Mitchell. Jennings. They're, they're anonymous. But Juice and, and – you know what I mean? And, and Kyle and Jimmy G. Like these guys are all in a whole different stratosphere on this team. But frankly, right. guys that go by the last names are the ones that are carrying this team a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. The anonymous yeah. last name guys. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, I love the addition uh, to CMC. I hate it that we didn't get Dominican uh, Sue, man, because we do not know when, uh, when Eric Armstead is coming back. Uh, I've been watching like a lot of things, and I, I haven't seen him out there practicing at all, you know, and so I don't know when he's going to come back. But, um, but what, you know, a, a lot of people are saying that he's washed up, like, but what they don't understand or what they don't remember is that in the championship game, he gave us fits, man. Sue gave us fits in that in that national in, sure. uh, in the championship game, man. So uh, we definitely got to look out for him because I honestly think that it's going to be an Eagles uh, Niners uh, championship game. 
So at Lincoln Financial. Love it, man. All right, so Love it, man. yeah, man. Hey, but uh, but I don't want to be on here too long, man. I know, uh, I know, the show's about to end, and uh, I just want to say, go Niners, man, and uh, and we're looking forward to you know you and your debate with uh, with Ross from RS Forty Niners, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, we'll do it soon. I just been busy, but I'll, I'll look through my DMs to see if hit me up. I haven't, I'll, or I'll hit him up. Yeah, right, he said he did. He said he did on his IG live. He said he, he emailed you and uh, and sent you a, a DM. All right, I'll find it then. All right, All right man. Thanks, Peace man. You. Love you, man. Peace. See you, man. E forty nine er. What's up? Uh, what's what's up, going Brad, on, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. You playing Madden? Uh, I was. No, what is that? You know, my daughter's sick, so my wife got the day off yesterday. So I said, you know what? Let me stay with her today. And so I'm gonna chill with her today. Right. Getting a little mad, man. I haven't got on yet, but as you can see, it's getting ready. I feel Just you. Wanted, I said you having your show though, man. I was like, yo, let me see if I can get back on here and give him some more of this yay area ism and see what's going on under. Got it, huh? You feel me? Where you calling from? I'm from the town. We talked before. We had the Andrew Luck, Trey Lance conversation. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. That's been yeah, a minute. All right, man. Yeah. What's on your mind today? Let me. First, I want to uh, just congratulate you, man. I see you doing big things, and I'm just Thank super you. crazy to see you moving up like that. Um, Appreciate it. Also, uh. You want to talk? I want to talk about that offensive line because me and you were okay. kind of going—we were on opposite ends on that offensive line. The last time we talked, you told me you were talking. You know, you thought it was going to be a horrible offensive line, but I kind of told you I was like, "Yo, there's not that many great offensive lines. All you need to do is a it's little true. something, something." And we also it's talked true. about the the Rams. The Rams. There was a couple of Rams fans in there that were killing me because I told you I was like, "Yo, their offensive line was horrible last year, and their offensive yep. line is going to be horrible again this year." You're right. People. It's even worse. It's even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, man. Just wanted to just bring that up, and um, I really hope that Trey gets back, man. I really, I really would like to see Trey play. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, Jimmy, yeah, wait until he spills the milk. Just wait, wait until yeah. he spills the milk, and then you're gonna be saying this was happening last year, mid yes, November." Last year, everyone's like, is this the best Jimmy Garoppolo has ever played? Jimmy Garoppolo may have turned a corner. And then he goes to Tennessee, mm-hmm. poops the bed, and mm-hmm. John Lynch is like, can we leave him uh, in Tennessee? <laughs> can we leave him in Nashville, please? <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, right, John. Right, uh-huh. John. Um, yeah. Even in, even the year after that, remember when it was like we couldn't do nothing? We're playing the Saints. Or the year before that, when we won the Super Bowl, we're playing the Saints, and he just looks like crap. And then uh, Kyle just takes the ball out of his hand for the rest of the year. He's like, yo, we're just running. Jimmy That's Cinderella. <laughs> Jimmy Cinderella. You know, it, it, it might look good, great at 11 o'clock, but at midnight, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's not going like, to. It's not going to. Yeah. You know, like, he's doing as good as he's ever been. Do, he's been playing as good as we've probably ever seen him play, right? Which means mm-hmm. he might start doing as bad as we've ever seen him. Because <laughs> it's not like he's a great quarterback. Like, so we, if he has good stretches, he. Usually evens it out and it all kind of yeah evens and out I, at and I mediocrity bad. plus. I like Jimmy. I just I just love my Me Niners. Too. I love my Niners. And if you're just and I got it's nothing it. personal. It's nothing personal. You got to keep it real. I remember I, when we had bad. It's not a family. It's not a family. No, it's no. not. Some, some football fans treat it like that. Like no, you don't know them, no. and they'll be you know playing for another team in a few years. This is about what's best for the Niners. I have like family members that get mad because when I talk about the Niners, I'm one of those people that say. Oh, us, our, my team. And they're always like, well, why do you say that? And I kind of just showed on to because I've been here before longer than most of these players have. 
I have put so much money in and and jerseys, ticket prices, and all this other stuff. Like I, I our yes, mine yes. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How old are you? I am thirty five. Okay, so you're my age. Yeah. So that explains why you're not a Raider fan. Like, I was no. a Niner fan growing up. The Raiders weren't here when we were six, seven. They weren't. They were no, in L.A. Mine's, mine was a little bit different. Uh, my grandparents, and literally in 94, okay. my okay. grandparents, my grandpa was a Cowboys fan. My, grand, my grandma was a 49ers fan. They made me sit down and watch the NFC Championship game, and they told me, whoever wins, that's going to be your team. And I stood solid. That's hella funny. Yeah, it's That's really so is. funny, man. I it love really that. It really is. Yeah. I love that. All right, <laughs> so, man. I got to keep it moving, but it's great to see you, dude. All right. You have a good one. All right. Take care. Peace. All right. Irv Gotti, then Andrew, then Winter, then Real Room Service. I'm getting through a hell of them today. Irv Gotti. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Isn't Irv Gotti the dude who earned Murder Inc., who uh, ran Murder Inc., and was like managing uh, Ashanti and Ja Rule? Good to see you, man. It's been a long time. Good to see hey you. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, I have uh, just a shout-out for you, first and foremost. You're the necessary evil, man. You're the Deadpool in the MCU. You're the uh, gravy at Thanksgiving. So I like Deadpool. Keep, I appreciate keep doing it. doing your thing, bro. Thank you. Put that pressure on uh, Kyle because he needs it. Nobody else keeps him uh, legit other than you. That's what I so do. Real quick, real quick. Um, I just want to know, what are your thoughts on the shotgun offense? I think we looked okay in it at uh, San, with San Diego. And um, – also, the leadership. Like, is Jimmy, Jimmy a leader? Like, that, I mean, I've been, ever since he made that comment, I don't know, man. I don't call the plays. That should just rub me the wrong way. Like, what do you mean, bro? Like, you're out there still executing. Like, you got to be a leader and, like, I, tell Shaddy, like, hey, we ain't running that. I feel like there's a, a lack of accountability and leadership from Jed York down. Jed York sets the tone, and uh, it trickles down to Kyle and all the people who make more money than Kyle in the organization. It's never their fault. The only people that really take accountability are players like, Talanoa Hufunga or guys who haven't gotten paid yet who are trying to sell themselves to the organization as super professional you know all that kind of stuff uh IU goes to every practice and then all of a sudden you're you're like a made man and it's never your fault you're above reproach because that's what Kyle that's how Kyle is Kyle's never made a mistake it's never his fault it's never Jed's fault so you just keep passing it down till someone doesn't have enough clout to pass it further has to take it that's the Niners. That's fair enough. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, the shotgun question, what do you think? You see us doing oh, the uh, shotgun, uh, question. shotgun packages? I think they need to because this season it seems to be working a lot better than the under center stuff. Maybe it's because Trent Williams is tipping plays. I don't know. But um, yeah, play action is dead. Like, we're, there's we're, no play action. So why are you under center? If there's no play action, being under center doesn't help you. I mean, your drop back passing game from under center sucks. Your running game from under center isn't working because there's no uh, companion play action off of it. So just get in the shotgun. Let Jimmy, you know, quickly distribute the ball with his quick release and, and do the best you can. I think that's the get best you can do. Somewhere. All right. Yeah, man. And then when, when Trey comes back, you can get back under center. But right now, this is the best you can do with this team. And it seems pretty good. Look at the numbers when they're in shotgun. It's, it's really yeah. good. Now, they still not, aren't scoring points one way or another. That's the problem. They can move yeah, the ball. I mean, this is the point. Yeah, they move the ball against San Diego, and we're in shotgun. I'm like, what the? What are we doing in shotgun? And then I see in the goal line. Like, oh, Whoa. that's what we're doing. Okay. Well. Right. The problem is, does that work in the goal line, or do no. you need to like get under center and power see? And then so they got to figure it out. Irv, right, say hello to uh, hello, Ashanti for me. Ja Rule. Yeah. All of them. I got you. All right. Take care. All right. All right. Andrew R. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? 
You calling from Colorado? I sure am. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, so what's on I your mind? I uh, live just north of the uh, Air Force Academy by about five miles. Oh, cool. So I actually live feet higher than the practice fields that they're working on now. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about. So the Army brought me here uh, when I was in the service back in 2006, and I've lived here ever since. And one thing I dealt with uh, from an athletic standpoint was running in the cold at high altitude. And what I dealt with personally, mm-hmm. even being in great shape at that point, was cold-induced asthma, which I don't have asthma, and then uh, subsequent bronchitis. So I'm wondering, like, if this gamble of them practicing yesterday in the cold could be a big problem for some of the players. Not all of them, but some of them. And or I just one. Or just if that. it's just one. You know what I mean? It's 53 guys. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it could impact a big player. And, and I'm talking about this from a personal standpoint. So I'm kind of glad they're going to be in field house today. They're going to be out of the snow because there is coverage out here today. Yeah. But it's still like, it, for me, every time I got this cold-induced bronchitis from out there running in the snow and ice, you know, in 10-degree weather like we have today, I would get bronchitis, like, on cliff. So I'm hoping this doesn't affect players here on Sunday. But it, it, it was a good gamble in terms of acclim- acclimatization, but right. it can't affect the wrong players. So I'm wondering what your thoughts right. are. Right, and, and to your point, there's there's totally different body types on this team. I mean, you got the wide receivers, you got the offensive alignment, the defense alignment. It, one person could react differently or be uh, prone to something like that. Very interesting. Something to watch for. It's, it does feel like a big risk the Niners didn't have to take for a a negligible game. I don't know. How, how much can you really acclimate to this level of uh, altitude in six days and three practices? You can. It takes months, it takes months to, even at a high athletic level. And that's why the Olympic trainers who come here to the Olympic Center are typically here for 30 to 90 days when they're going through a training regimen. So that's something right. to also consider. Another thing, from what I, I I haven't done a ton of research, but what I've heard out here, the conversations I've had, those people that seriously train out here and they do it for more than a week, they don't just go full bore right away. They kind of gradually get into it. And if the Niners are doing exactly what they would do at home up here, that might be a mistake. They're also going to have to deal with turf today. We we've had problems with turf with our players already. Yeah. And- I'm not sure what the turf and the field house uh, facilities like, but if they don't dial it back, and I know Kyle said he, he probably wouldn't dial it back yesterday in your guys' presser, we might see injuries today. We were lucky we didn't have any yesterday. Well, today is the big day. I don't know if Niner fans know this, but Thursday is a very strenuous practice day for the 49ers. Former players have talked about it a lot. They wear pads, and they are on the field for a very long time. Uh, we go out. They show us the first 25 minutes. Then we go into the media room and wait for like another hour and a half for D'Amico Ryans to come out and talk. They're out there for at least two hours, and now they're going to be doing it in, what, like 15-degree weather? Be careful. Hey, if, if you were running this uh, team, where would you have, what would you have done to prepare for this game? In terms of altitude? I mean, look, look, Arizona is not doing anything other than these masks that they've been wearing uh, while doing, while doing it, cardio for the last three weeks. Like, what, what, it, would you know, have done less, more, something different? This, this was a big gamble, to be honest. And I honestly think, um, barring that someone doesn't have problems with their lungs, it could pay off really big. I mean, because what the cold can do for some people 
is it will it'll restrict your bronchial tubes on top of having to deal with the altitude. And so when they get mm -hmm. to high altitude and then also warm weather, these guys may be supercharged and not as gas. They're still going to be gas. Interesting. They're, not, they're fully acclimated. But it could pay big dividends. Like, And you'll see it in explosive plays. I think that's where we're really going to see it on Monday. So it'll be something to look forward to, to seeing. But it, there's no saying until the game actually happens and then, you know, God forbid the, the game plan falls apart like it always does. But we'll see. <laughs> I love your cynicism, man. You're a great call. Call it any time. All right, Andrew. For short, got you. Um, Winter Williams, then Real Room Service, then Kenny Kenny. Kenny, I know you're pulled over. I'll get to you quick. Hey, Grant, how's it going? Can you Winter hear me? Williams. Wow, man. You are you got a nice backdrop. I like it. It's nice. Oh, this is my office. Yeah, this is <laughs> nice. This I like it very office, much. Dude. It's nice. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Nice. Um, I had a couple concerns um, I wanted to talk to you about. I had two specifically. Concerns? Um, the Niners are five and four. Everything's yeah, okay. Dude, what right? are you talking about? <laughs> They're sub 500. That's crazy. How's it going, Jason? Um, so my first question, be, question being, you know, why do the fan? Why does the fan base have so much confidence in this team? When you know, when every time we've gotten to that peak, the, every time we needed to surpass an obstacle, they fail every time. And then well, when they, go ahead. Sorry. I think part of it is that the media hypes up the Niners endlessly, and I think the Niners. Some fans take the cues from the national and local media. Like mm. the. The Niners are a very lucrative brand with a huge fan base. And when the fans are engaged, just because there's hope that the team might be good, everyone eats. Everyone, pro you know, everyone profits locally, nationally. Sure. Like No one cares about the Rams. No one cares about the Chargers. No one cares about the Cardinals. But when the Niners, they don't even have to be good. But if they have potential, everyone eats. So I think mm. sometimes Niner fans fall into that like, hey, well, NFL Network says we're the scariest team in the league. Like, hey, man, they're using you. <laughs> They just want your clicks, dude. Just they just want us, your man. clicks. They're using you, yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like the people that watch this show kind of see through that. You know what I mean? They see through no, the hype. Sure. The Niners are a hype machine. Like Dallas. Dallas is a hype machine. It's the Everyone talks about sure. Dallas on television all the time. All they have to do is be relevant and have a chance to be good. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the Niners right now. They're, they're, they're a hype machine. They're a uh, conversation starter. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Um, yeah. My next concern... Uh, really is like the alienation of Trey Lance, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just that he's injured. He's not just injured. No, when, when you have an injured starting quarterback, he's all over the news. He's all over the press coverages. Mm -hmm. Trey Lance is invisible, you know? Uh, and I, I think saw him yesterday. Really be, I ran into Trey Lance yesterday. yesterday. I ran into Trey I tried. I ran into I was, I was Okay, so I was at the Air Force Academy, and I was like, where's the bathroom? And they were like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, so we don't, it's not really around here, but if you go down that highway, uh, hallway and then turn to left and then turn to right and then go to this one room and ask them nicely and use a secret word, they might... Mm -hmm let you use the bathroom so i was doing that and all of a sudden i went around the corner and boom trey, trey lance walks like right into me i'm like oh what's up trey and he says hey how's it going and then we did fist bumps knuckles and then he mm -hmm. walked and then i kept that was the whole story it was great he looked great from that <laughs> limited interaction i would say that he'll be ready to be back on the field in three weeks no that's that's definitely ideal having him ready for playoffs i mean personally i i i like jimmy g but we should give Trey Lance as many snaps as possible at this point. He's three years. He's going to be going into year three with five games under his belt, 120 passes. You know, that's rough. No, no, no. They're five and four. Okay. This is a Super Bowl yeah. team. We can't talk about Trey Lance. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the, the future is only, you know, in February. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think my, my biggest issue with his alienation is the fact that 
the management is almost supportive of it, right? They don't talk about, hey, you know, guys, we're struggling right now, but next year we have a great quarterback coming in. We have a great future ahead of us. You know, our goal right now is to just get as far as we can, but our real goal is our five-year plan, like any successful business. Yeah, right, five-year plan. Doesn't it feel like the Niners really have like a week-to-week plan and they're afraid to talk about anything (laughs) beyond this week? Do you think they really know who their quarterback's going to be next year? I don't think they know. They don't know who their quarterback's going to be next year. They'll see. I have concerns that it's not Trey Lance. I have concerns that he's not going to be on the roster next year. I hope he is. I really do. I think they want it to be Trey, but they're not talking about Mm -hmm. it, so that's kind of leaves the door open for something to happen. Sure. Yeah, good stuff, for Winter. Sure. No, for sure. Thanks Thank for you, calling in, man. Appreciate it. All right. Have a big time. You have a good time. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Sorry, I'm, I'm speeding people through. I got to check out at the at the top of the hour, so I'm going to stop the, the show in 20 minutes. So let's get as many people in as possible, but at the same time, what you got to say. Real room service. Hey, what's, up? what's going on, Grant, man? I've been, talk- I've been watching your show for like the last couple of years, my guy. So it's just real nice to even talk to you. So... Well, I already know that you're a pro because you got a great back, uh, backdrop. You got great audio. So I, I'm hey, just man, honored to have you on the show, podcast, man. My, my podcast alone has a lot to do with, with you. Like, you, you kind of in, inspired me to even, even get started. You know, I tried well, to thank you. your flowers first there. Second, oh, thank you. we're on your show. So you know that we see through the BS because you right. see through That's the That's the whole BS. point. That's the whole point. Well, that's the yeah. whole point. That's, that's whole why point. we're here. Yeah. But I wanted to touch right. on George Kittle. I, I love the fact that you asked him in the presser about his touches and he said fair question right in his own words he was like okay well i haven't went into to kyle shanahan's office to me an oppressor you were better off going into the office if you're gonna let people like me talk about it on the internet right to me he was better off just saying it to to kyle un- behind closed doors because to me jimmy is not the quarterback that's going to get it done for him no for him to get the ball no Jimmy, you, you know, you know debo goes into kyle's offense every remember that story debo goes into kyle's office every day just to talk you think that's because he really likes Kyle, or you think it's because he's smart? I think it's because he's a little intelligent. I think it's because he's really smart. And so, Kittle, man, I, I think you're smart, too. Jimmy's not the guy to talk to. You, you got to go above Jimmy in this yeah. hierarchy. Yes, yes. And, um, yeah. I love the fact yeah. that Jimmy's hanging out with Kittle and all those things. But, I mean, he's definitely not hanging out with him in the offseason. We know that. Doesn't return his text. So how good of a friend is he really, how George? How possibly could he be? But that's all right. Trey Lance is walking yeah. now. I love the fact that you give him this. I'm a huge Trey Lance fan, by the way. I was at the game when he got injured. It was terrible. I was yelling at fans because I knew they would cheer. I knew they would cheer for Jimmy. So I was yelling at all the fans, just pissed off because that's a teammate at the end of the day. And he's, he's a lot like him. the second coming of Alex Smith. It just not physically, just in terms of how quickly the fan base turned on him. We don't want you. Like, Instant. dude. Dude, you haven't given me – I've started four games, yo. Like, can you chill? But it's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers or, or, or Justin Fields or Jimmy. It's like, you guys are ridiculous, man. Give him a chance. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But that was all I wanted to Bears, say, Bears fans were, Bears fans were uh, patient with Justin Fields. Their patience has been rewarded. It has been. It has. Now, Funny how that goes. nightmare. Yeah, and same thing with the Eagles and Hurts and the Bills. You got to be – if you want a great quarterback, you got to commit – trust the process. And the Niners haven't. And they got to commit. They have to they commit, commit to him 100% on all yes. levels and just... And you know what that means? Getting, getting Jimmy out of... It means getting Jimmy out of the freaking building when it's time to start, Trey. Next year have to. Come fast enough because I know yeah. when, that, when that moment comes and we're in that playoff situation and I got to rely on Jimmy because Kyle only had a first, only have first half of plays scheduled out, then I'm going to be like, okay, it's time to... Show up, which he never does, or he's going to give it to CMC or Elijah Mitchell. But 
Do you think Elijah Mitchell is a better running back at the end of the game when it comes to getting those tough yardage, that tough yardage? That's what I really want to ask. I think he's a powerful running back for a littler guy with speed. I don't think McCaffrey's particularly powerful. He's really good, though. And I think if this were if Bill Walsh were the, team, were the coach, they'd be throwing to McCaffrey left and right, and he'd be a really, really dangerous weapon as a receiver. But as a running back, I think he's good, but there's like some runs he's better at than others. You want him getting outside, I think. Like his whole running game in Carolina was the zone read with Cam Newton. Now you're like, okay, so the quarterback is not a factor. Right. It's just get under center and pitch the ball left and right to McCaffrey. Uh, I don't like using him that way. Like he's, I'd rather use Mitchell in that in that role. Yeah, to me. Now next year with Trey Lance, the the, the two of them might be real deadly on that zone read. That's what I'm hoping for. That That's they might what I'm be hoping for. Yes, McCaffrey to me, he's smaller, so he can get out to those outsides a little bit better. He's a great playmaker, and to to me, yeah. when he first got to the team, I said he was the second best playmaker on the playmaker on the team. But I don't now, know the way Debo season been going. He might be the number one, but my favorite receiver. Peter, I was gonna say Ayuk, but then he fumbled and dropped, so Ayuk needs to get back. I've been together. on Ayuk's high horse for like the last two years, trying to let people know that this is the best wide receiver on the team. Because he's a the Niners are gonna mess around you know? and not extend his contract, and he's gonna go somewhere else. That's gonna hurt my heart. Gonna hurt he's my gonna heart. be the next to four. I'm afraid he's gonna be the next to Forrest Buckner, and they're gonna talk themselves out of him, and he's yeah, gonna go somewhere I, I with a like top like five AJ quarterback Brown or something. Killing. Oh yeah, Killing. that's Absolutely. how I really feel. But hey, man, let's collaborate. Let me, I'll go on your channel, man. I like what you're doing. Okay. If you want to work together, let's do something sometime. Hit that me would up. Be awesome, man. I'll, 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 All right, I'll man. hit you up and uh, we can get something going. Grant Cone at Gmail. Hit me up. Let's do something. All right, man. I got All you. Right, man. Good stuff. All right, for sure. Kenny, Kenny. What's good, man? Uh, how you doing, man? Virginia. This is my guy. This nice. is Montana. 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 Yeah. Montana, I love it. Yeah, real quick, man. I just want to go ahead over to Montana. <laughs> um, <laughs> why do you think Kyle is so afraid to go for it? Like when we're like fourth and one, fourth and two, go for it. If you're gonna run our, ta if you're gonna run, run our CMC through the tackles, which is not smart. Why are you so afraid to just go for it? Right, because I so. First drive of the game against the Chargers, they drive easily to the two-yard line, and then on exactly. fourth and two, they kick a field goal. To me, it's it's beyond conservative. It's not smart. Because anyone that's played Madden knows if you don't get the touchdown on fourth and two, the, that putting the team at the two-yard line, you want yeah. that. You could, score a, you could score a touchdown. You could score a safety. Or even if none of that happens, you could just force a punt and get the ball right back in field goal position exactly. in like two minutes. So you've put, added all this talent to your offense, and you still want to win with your defense? Why? And special teams. Oh, listen. Why? On, on, I, I, I feel like if Hafunga would have played last year instead of Tart, we would have been in the Super Bowl. They might have won the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. They might have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is the last thing, man, because this hurts my heart. How, how didn't we know about that Namakasuke? <laughs> Trade. Do yeah. you know what? He no, was he was a free agent. He was a free agent. They could have signed him. Uh, when I first saw it yesterday, I was like, please. I thought it was like a meme. Yeah. I was like, please let this not be like real. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not worried about Philly, but still, like stuff like that, go all in, like um, like the Rams did last year. Go all in. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. 
And it's funny, the Niners went all in for McCaffrey. Like, look, we gave up a lot for McCaffrey, but we were kind of afraid the Rams would get him, so we paid a little bit of a premium to keep him away from another contender. They're not a contender. Well, the freaking Eagles are a contender, and they're scooping up all these, like, bargain, smart, veteran, impact players. Niners like, ah, who cares about Philly? They suck. Yeah. What is your your real – what do you feel about Jalen Hurts? I, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Bats like that, and I'm like, and, and I'm I like Trey. I'm a Trey guy. I like Trey. I like Jim. I actually like this Jimmy more than I like them in the past. He's playing to me with yep. an edge, like a chip on his shoulder, but he's not really showing it as much. Oh yeah. To me, yeah. I like what he says in the press conference. Like, well, I don't call the plays. It's kind of like Here's a what... jab. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's kind of like a it jab. Is. He's been taking jabs at, at Kyle all year. He's been taking jabs at Kyle all year. So is Kittle. Real quick, with, with, Jay, with Jalen Hurts, I want to say he's uh, he has improved, but I think a big part of his improvement has been the addition of A.J. Brown. Same thing with happened with Josh Allen. He was improving, then they got Stephon Diggs. That's a big deal. And so you saw in yeah. this last game, A.J. Brown got hurt and couldn't really play, and all of yeah, a sudden yeah, that yeah. Eagles team looked like last year's Eagles team instantly. So yeah. if A.J. Brown is healthy in the playoffs, watch the, watch the hell out for that team. If not, we saw them last year. It's the same yeah. team. Yeah, the only, Plus, only yeah. Game, yeah, that's that's it, man. I'm gonna tell you, only game I'm really worried about is Miami. <laughs> Believe it or not, that team looks that team look, looks legit. I feel legit. Um, I, I feel like the the what is it like the Wizard of Oz the the um he's the, man behind the, he's, yeah, the man behind the curtain. Yeah, the man behind the curtain. behind the curtain. Yep. Yeah. I, I yep. don't understand it, but um, real quick, man, I love the show. 49ers fan, man. Like I um I put it in the comments last time. Um, I became a Niners fan in '94. I went to my then girlfriend's Super Bowl birthday slash party. She's my wife now. That was January 29th of 1994. Last time we won the Super Bowl. My son's birthday is January 29th, 2010. Crazy. <laughs> That's cool. That's but, cool. Uh, thanks, That's man. great, man. Appreciate your time, man. Great call. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. You killed it. Good stuff. All right. We got Keneal and then Bryant. What's up, Keneal? What's good? What's good? What's Great. I wanted I, I wanted to zoom out so I could show my Niner pajamas. You feel me? I'm representing the <laughs> a little bit. But what's up? <laughs> I was like, oh my oh. god, Keneal! No, no, okay, okay, no. I'm not gonna do that. Never, 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 never. Uh, um, but I wanted to talk about. Uh, um, obviously, I, I I I love what we've been doing recently. I like how Jimmy's been playing. I'm no no Jimmy slander. He's playing well. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk. I want to talk about Trey though. When it comes to okay. Trey, do you think that Kyle will actually activate him at any point? Because I, I I understand the idea, the football value of like, yes, we don't want Brock Purdy to be the backup. But if he activates him before the playoff, is the dynamic a little different? Because yes. Trey is that's why I say the answer is no. I, that's why I say the answer is no. Okay. I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. Now, if Jimmy gets hurt, I don't know. Can they activate him then? Does he have to be activated before the playoffs? How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. I, let, I, let, I, I'm kind of asking you. I covered. Like, I covered. Like, let me find I mean, out. Let me find out the rules okay. with that. Like, what's the latest you can activate someone? That's a really good question. I don't know. Let me find that out, and I'll do a little okay. uh, video about it today. And I'm curious about that dynamic as well, because like now, like Trey's probably in the meetings now, right, and things like that, and just being around. So he's here. Does he? He's freaking here. Does he like have a voice now? Or is it more like, or is it less because he's injured? Does he not say anything? Or is it right. like, it's like, like Jimmy makes a wrong read, can Trey point it out? Like, Trey's the starter, or, right? Or is it, you know, like I wonder how. I don't know if that's his personality. I don't know Trey that well. I don't know if it, it's. Uh-huh. I don't know him that well. I don't know if that's his personality. 
It seems like he's hmm. not that way. It seems like okay. his my read on Trey is that he wants people to like him. Which I want people to like me. I'm not judging him, but I don't think he would do that. I don't, sure. he, I don't think he's the kind of guy who would get in a meeting room and be like, acting like a jerk. I just don't. I haven't seen him do it, and I don't I haven't seen Jimmy do well, it either. Yeah, I'm not even saying like a jerk though necessarily. Like, what if it's like just like don't like the yeah, not like a jerk. That Jimmy's in this yeah. thing, but like kind of like yeah. oh, so I see this this like something that he might see, and maybe he doesn't think Jimmy. Like, would he even say it, or is it like that's like the big bro starter right now? Like, I gotta. Let it slide. Right. Like I wonder. Like yeah, maybe he feels like, look, man, I, like I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. Also, like how, Trey hasn't like, like wonder, done enough like, in the league to really. Be, if it were it, it, one thing, if it were a veteran you know? being like, you should do it like this, but Trey's only played four games, so he can't necessarily be like, hey, I would exactly, but like this, like no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you don't know. Right? Like, so it's, yeah, that's a tough it's, one. it's just yeah. a, a weird dynamic, but I um, it is. I'm glad he's with the team, though. I am glad that he's with them and spending like kind of being around, being on the sidelines and things like that. Uh, um, yeah. Because it's his team. They were talking about him being like, it's his team. But is it? But is it? Should be. You, you don't lose so? your job due to injury. You don't. You don't lose your job due to injury. And this Jimmy so, like, Garoppolo is going to be a free agent next year. I'm looking out for the Trey Lance like workout video. The like he's on his way back type of deal or the rehab like week 15, week 16. Like he's starting to throw the football. Putting the pressure. Like putting the pressure. And he's like he's playing with IU. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, like a little oh, video. Yeah, yeah. And then I just wanna. But I'm I'm cool walking with Jimmy. He's playing well this year. But like I'm just curious. I'm just like it's like in the background, this little elephant. In, in retrospect, it's kind of too bad good. that Kyle put two seemingly good guys at odds like that. Like Jimmy's cool, Trey's cool. Yeah, like it's Kyle created this stupid ass situation. Every other coach, when they decide they want to move on from a quarterback, gets him out of the building and moves on. Except for Kyle, because he's smarter than everyone. Smarter than Andy Reid. Literally everyone. Which is why I like him so much and why I think they should extend his contract again. Keneal, it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure, man. You have a good one. All, All right, take you, care. Another extension for Kyle. Voice ad agency says, crazy stat I found, arguing with Jimmy Garoppolo fans. Jimmy has played 54 games for SF. 42 picks, 29 fumbles, potential 71 turnovers in 54 games. That's why I think he's probably going to turn the ball over in this game. All right, we got seven minutes left. I got three people left. Bryant, Big Mike, Greg Young. Let's see if we can do this before they kick me out of my hotel room. Bryant. Hey, how, how, are you? how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's Good. warm in my All hotel right. room. Real, real, real quick. I know you got people coming. So first question, who do you, who is a better matchup, favorable matchup for the Niners in the playoffs, the Giants or the Eagles? Oh my God. The Giants, the Giants have no talent. Their number one receiver is Richie James Jr. You want to face the Giants, okay. even though they're a well-coached okay. team. Okay, and then my next question good. is, who would you rather see the Niners play in the Super Bowl? The New York Niners or the uh, Miami Niners? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see what Salah could do against Kyle Shanahan. Salah's defense is amazing up there. Really good. But then, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I guess I feel like the Dolphins are a better team than the Jets because they got their quarterback play. <gasps> At a higher level, so I guess I'll give the. You don't want to face the Dolphins, I think. That's the team you don't want to face. All right, man. That's all I got. Everybody, stay faithful. Grant, keep doing what you're doing. If you guys like what this guy's doing, you believe in the process, you believe in quality control. Buy a hat, get a cup. All right. Forty Nine ers QC Merch dot com. Bryant's making him. That's Thanks, right. Steph. Thanks. Bye, guys. Later, man.
Flave says, you just got in this new relationship with Jimmy and you're already fist bumping Trey. Be careful, man. You're going to lose both. That's funny. Well, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to ride the fence like Kyle Shanahan has been doing the last few years. <laughs> Works for him. Big Mike. What's going down, Brent? What's up, man? Where are you calling from? Oh, man, Dallas, man. I'm down here in D-Town, man. I just called in, man, to come holler at you, man. I, uh, I got two things. First, man, when we get in the red zone, man, we got to throw the ball to George Kittle and Jamal Jennings. Thank you. We leaving money on the table, man. They the biggest dudes we got. And Kittle don't drop the ball too much. So we got to find ways nope. to get these guys to push. Agree. They keep going to, like, Ayuk and McCaffrey. It's like... And if that's just no. the third read, okay, but we got to come out with plays that say, okay, George, this we, we get ready to get you the ball. Juwan, hey, we're gonna post you up, we're gonna throw you the ball up high. We got to start utilizing those uh those assets. We leaving money on the board every week. And we always find a way to get around between twenty and twenty five points. That's not gonna work against the best. Agree. Good call. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then my big thing is, you know, I I'm down here in Dallas, so I, I, they think I ride Kyle Shanahan real hard, but I'm very skeptical of him, man. It seems as though he's not trying to be the best version of himself to me, man. He gets in these football yeah. games, and it's like it's like a guy trying to study three or four subjects at one time. He got all these books open, and he don't just focus yeah. on one. He learning a little bit out of each book instead of focusing on that one book. And I think he needs to really just sell, sell himself down. And, and, and I really, truly agree with you. We're throwing the ball better now, so he has to incorporate that a little bit more instead of trying to just uh, pound Christian McCaffrey uh, consistently because I'm with you. Elijah Mitchell is the better running back. McCaffrey may be the better player, but uh, for our running game, I think Elijah Mitchell got to be the dog, and then we just hit him with some some, some uh, Christian McCaffrey compliments. Right. I mean, the last three years, the Niners' uh, identity has been – being the most physical offense in the league, beating you with power, breaking your will. Okay, well, Christian McCaffrey isn't that. He helps your passing game, and he he's a nice gadget player, but if you want to have that identity, you can't put Elijah Mitchell on the back burner. And frankly, they figured it out, because if they hadn't put Elijah Mitchell in the game in the fourth quarter, they wouldn't have won that game. Oh, I lost Big Mike. Oh, you're back. Oh, he lost you again. All right, Big Mike. I think your, your connection's cutting out a little bit, but good call. Good call, man. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Corey Soto says, you say Lance won't be the quarterback next year. I didn't say that. I said, I don't know. But it seems like this team, this team see this as the year with this team. Come on. But it seems like this team see this as the year with this team before the transition. As Bowie said, five years, that's all you got. Kittle traded this offseason. They extended his contract last year. I don't think they can do that. I, I don't think they would get much cap savings by trading Kittle. Greg, you're the last call of the day. Thank you for waiting. Grant. Yeah, How are you? Good to see you. I good to see you. Back. He's lagging. All right. We'll try Greg again in a minute. Ryan, turn your camera on and I'll let you on the show. What's up, Ryan? Hey, how are you doing, Grant? Good. How you doing? Good. I just had a question about the right tackle position. Am I the only one who thinks we should start Jalen Moore at right tackle? I think they should too. I think McGlinchey's uh, always been a subpar pass protector, yeah. but they liked his run blocking. And I don't see any big runs coming off of him anymore. It seems like 
whatever that injury was last year, that torn quad, it took a toll, and he doesn't give the impact he used to, and now you should try someone else. With a younger athlete that has doesn't have the injury his, history. That if this, that's the case, then they should be they should move him to uh, right guard and be swapping him out with Buford. I just feel like McGlinchey would be a worse guard than tackle because his problem is he he lacks power, and that's so you fair. move him into guard. Now you put him against the stronger players get up, get underneath his pads. You'd be better off moving him to tight end, but he can't run or catch. So maybe you just move him to bench. He yeah, can he can that, lock down that bench spot. I just worry so much about the right tackle position. He's just such a liability. I agree. I agree. All right, Ryan. Well, I'll talk to the t- I'll talk to the team and tell see what I can do. Thanks. See you, Grant. All right, man. Have a good one. Later, Greg. I got you. Let's do this. Try it again. Try it again. But it was good to. Okay. Be- oh. Sorry, Greg. We tried. Pro tip, check your do a speed test before you come on the show. If you can get 10 megabits on upload, you're going to have a very good stream. If it's less, you're going to be lagging like poor Greg here. I love Greg. I wish I could do with Greg. I mean, the show. Pause. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Almost made it the whole time without saying something stupid. Have a great day. I have to um, unpack and go to practice. Sorry, Julian. I got to go, man. I, I got to pack and get the hell out of here. I'll be in Denver tonight, and I'll be in uh, Mexico tomorrow. That's where I'm going. See you guys. Hopefully, Trent Williams isn't tipping any plays between now and the next time I see you.